I'm Michael Fazzano. I'm Aaron Fuxa, and this is the AM Spill. Grab a coffee and join our conversations about anything and everything, but mostly about nothing. nothing. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm really good. Honestly, do you remember how you were like, hot when you came in last week vibrating vibrating yeah. like the heat was like he must be tamed immediately yeah. through conversation i'm sort of there i've had a i've had a week what happened i don't know a lot of like really challenging things have happened i think i should work i think i should work from the back to the front and i'll tell you what happened last week and build up to like this week um first of all can you talk about the cookies today yes we can so these are actually elliot rejects he was making macrons. He was not happy. Macrons are very hard to make. You know, these sides actually do have some I feet. gotta tell you, I think he's wrong. He he felt that these were ugly and that they didn't have the feet. You macaron makers out there know what that means. But I think they're really tasty. They were blueberry flavored. Mm. Oh, what was he going to put in the middle of this? The rose water cream. He was making blueberry macarons with rose water cream in the middle. I mean... Mm. It's really great. It's really good, right? He sells himself short. This tastes like blueberry. I know. Well, that's they're made of blueberry. Mm. Is my tongue blue? Yes! (laughs) His tongue is actually blue. Wow. All right. Dialing it back. So do you remember when I sent you a Marco Polo in the middle of the day last Tuesday? And I said, I have a story for you I have to tell you. Yes, yes, yes. This story is adventures in cleaning for sure. This is like literally the top of the heap. One of the worst things that's happened to me in a cleaning job. So I started cleaning for this guy. Do you know what my favorite cleaning story is? What? Oh. Cherries. Cherries. Yeah. Dried maraschino cherries. Dried maraschino cherry guy was rough. I was cleaning for a guy who no sooner would I clean the entire place than he would take out a jar of maraschino cherries and eat them with his hands and drop drop them them on the ground so that when I would come in the following week, they were like crystallized and hardened to the floor. So I would have to literally use a paint scraper to get them off because that sugar juice just like congeals into the tile. That was my favorite, but clearly this is even better. Oh, no. This this makes maraschino cherry guy look like a walk in the park. This is... So, okay. So I'm cleaning for the... This guy is lovely. First of all, this is not talking shit on this man. He is lovely. He's chaotic, but he's lovely. And he's self-admittedly chaotic. But anyway, he lives in a brand new building... Uh, way, way down in the Lower East Side. Oh. Uh-huh. He, he lives in a penthouse. Oh, he do got it like that. He got it like, huh. But anyway, so he um has this terrific penthouse. And it's such that you take the elevator from the ground floor into his apartment, okay? He's so fancy. He, yeah. He um, is fancy. So... Uh, the thing about this building is it's brand new. No one else lives in the building except him and somebody like directly under him who's never home. This detail will come into play later. So I go in and actually on this day, I accidentally went to the roof and he had to call me down and into the penthouse. This also will come into play. So I'm cleaning for him. I clean his um, kitchen. I clean the living room. I've actually, this is the second time I've actually been there. And uh, he tells me, oh, there's something I'd really like you to clean. 
So directly across uh, from the elevator doors opening is a door that leads to like a landing and then the stairwell. Okay. And on the landing, there's a, there's a door to go into his own personal storage closet. So every unit probably gets its own storage in that area. And he had just had shelves installed and they had drilled into the like concrete wall. So uh, there was a lot of dust and debris that he wanted cleaned up. So I was like, okay, cool. And anyway, just as I'm about to get to that, he's like, all right, I'm going to step out. I will, uh, you know, if I don't see you when I come back, I'll see you next week. Have a great, you know, rest of your cleaning. So he leaves. So uh, I am, I, I go over and I go out that door and I'm ready to start prepping for cleaning the storage closet when the door slams behind me. <gasps> I'm not. You make sh- me. You make me gay gasp a lot. I on know. This podcast. This well, this is worth your gay gasp. If you want to gasp again, even gayer, you can. Because <laughs> there we go. Because this. So door slams shut. I have that panic moment of like my stomach drops. I, oh I'm like, God. okay. I go over, wrestle with the handle. It's very locked, very heavy door, very locked. So I'm not wearing shoes. I don't have my phone and I'm not wearing a coat. Mike. Yeah. So I think, what am I going to do? And then I think, oh, didn't I go to the roof by mistake today? Why don't I just go to the roof and take the elevator down, back down into the penthouse. So I, I'm in his storage closet. So I'm surrounded by a, like random odds and ends. So I take a couple books to put in the doors that I have to take so that they don't lock behind me. And I go up to the roof and I try to call the elevator and it does open for me, but it won't go to his apartment. Because that's his front door. Yes, because that's his front door and I don't have a key fob. So... I'm like, okay, I can't do that. So then I think, why don't I try calling the help, um, you know, phone in the elevator? That's 911. Nobody answered. Nobody answered. Is it, is it actually attached to 911? If you press the call button in Which the elevator, I did. it's emergency services. They haven't hooked it up yet because it's a brand new building. Oh. Because it just rang, ringtoned. My. No one picked up. So then I thought, okay, that's not going to work. So I go back down to the landing. I'm standing at the door. I'm thinking, what can I do? And then I'm like, oh, why don't I try going to the first floor and calling and dialing the, um, you know, when you're outside and there's the call box, they had like a digital call box. Okay. And sometimes I figured this is high tech enough that sometimes if you press the button, maybe it'll call his phone. Maybe he gets a notification that someone's on the door at the door on his phone. Right. So I go down, I dial his apartment, nothing. I dial the guy under him, nothing. There's literally an option to call security. And I dial security, nothing. And then I remember, he told me that he thinks the building is run by a bunch of mafioso guys. And I was like, oh. So they're probably sitting at like an Italian restaurant, like watching me on their phones, like this stupid idiot. But like, they're not answering the security calls. So... I was like, okay. I go back up to the landing. I'm standing there. I'm like, I'll try to break the door. So I start putting my full weight on this door handle. Break it, break it. I can't break it, but I couldn't get the door uh, knob off. So then I thought, what am I gonna do? So I sat down. There was a rolled up rug, okay? So I put the rug against the wall and I sat back against the wall and I just was like, I'm just gonna wait for him. I'm just gonna wait for him. So we hit the hour mark and I'm oh, like, Michael. And I'm like, oh, 
I can't just wait for him. I don't think he's going to come back. Like, I think he was planning on me finishing up and then he'll come back later. So suddenly I see his luggage and I'm like, okay. And I see there's luggage tag on it. And I'm like, okay, what can I do with the luggage tag? And I take the luggage tag off and I look at the information and his phone number and his email is on there. And I'm like, okay, what can I do with that? And then it occurs to me, what if I take the luggage tag, go down to the first floor and flag someone and see if they'll call the phone number on it for me? So I did that. So I go downstairs. No jacket. I, no, no jacket. Shoes, no shoes. No phone. Just books. I, I took all these books with me so that I could just keep putting them indoors to make sure I didn't get locked out of anything. So I put a lock uh, book in the door and I go out and kind of on the street. I didn't go too far out because I'm in my socks. And I look around for anybody and there are these guys servicing the building next door. I don't know what they were doing, like checking the oil, whatever. And I start motioning to the guy and I'm like, hey, can I use your phone? Like, can I? And um, he's looking at me crazy because I don't think he could speak English. Well, but not only that, but like, <laughs> can I use your phone in 2024 is like, is, bitch, is, you don't got a phone? It's code for like, are yeah. you trying, what, yeah. what, what's going actually going yeah, on Yeah, yeah, here? yeah, 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 yeah. Something's not right. So he flag, finally flags his boss and his boss comes out of the building and walks over to me and he's looking at me crazy and I'm like, hi, I'm locked out of the apartment I was cleaning. I just need to call my boss. Like, can I use your phone? And he's kind of motioning, let me dial the number. So I give him the luggage tag and I'm like, it's this number. He calls the, the number. He lets me leave a message because obviously this guy doesn't pick up the phone. So I leave a message and I'm like, hi, I'm, you know, locked out. This is Michael from Broadway Maids, like all that stuff. So I go back to my post on the landing. About 10 minutes later, he comes back. He got the message. He lets me in. I go, thank you so much. Um, this session is over. I'm going to go now. I've been locked in your landing for like an hour. But you know what? We'll pick up on this next week and I'll see you later. And that was... That, and then on the street, that's where I Marco Polo'd you from. But I was proud of myself because I'm someone who watches like Survivor and like MacGyver and all those things. And I'm like, I would never think of that. Or like, I'll do an escape the room and I'll let all my friends do all the work. Right. But I stood there. You escaped the room. I escaped the room. Then um, I had a, a very crazy episode with Verizon where the Verizon operator had to ask me to stop cursing. <gasps> His name was Deep. Hey, Deep. Hey, Deep. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, Deep. I'm really sorry that I went off, literally so off on you. How did it go so fast, so bad? <sighs> because when I upgraded my phone... The people at Verizon said that I could trade in my phone at the Apple store to get, you know, to give them my old phone, get the coupon that you get when you turn in an old phone that's like ready to be turned, all that stuff. And I did that. But then Verizon charged me for the old phone on my phone bill. They let two bills go by of the new rate that I was being charged, which was only $10 more than like what I've been paying formally. And they, uh, it's so all of a sudden my bill was like 60 something dollars more. And it was because they were compensating for the old phone that they never received in the mail. And I was like, <clears throat> well, of course you didn't receive it in the mail. You told me to redeem it at the Apple store. And they said, oh, we would never do that because you're supposed to mail it back to Verizon. I'm like, but the Apple store gave me like $385 a credit 
for you know to any Apple product, which is like kind of woo woo because I don't really buy Apple, but that's beside the point. So I was like, wait a minute. So I'm talking to Deep, and I'm like, so Deep, what you're saying is that your guy at one of your stores told me to send this phone back through Apple, and now you're charging me for the phone. And he was what made me crazy and made me start being using f bombs is he told me I should call the Apple store and follow up on where that phone is. What? And like get and I was like, but it's not my property anymore. I have a phone. So you're asking me to go back in time and do like reconnaissance work on a phone that I traded in per what you guys told me to do. I went crazy. How did it get solved? I, I called back later and I got a different operator who fixed everything. Deep. <laughs> so deep, I mean like I feel bad that I cursed so profuse. Elliot was here and Elliot was like, babe. I was like, what what am I? Fucking so I went like with f bombs, and Deep was like, "I've been professional with you, and I feel that you should be professional with me and stop cursing." I mean, that's yes, fair. Deep, that's, that's, fair. Fair. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But also, Deep, like, what what makes you think that that in any world I should go back and retrace the steps that I was told I to take? I do not understand how two different people can have two different outcomes exactly. of a, the same situation. Exactly. I had a gift certificate on Amazon and I went on to buy something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to use my gift certificate. I'm not going to use the gift credit for this. Right, right. I'm going to use my money. Yeah. So I went through, I bought it. Yeah. And then my gift certificate amount, like 46.38, was gone. Oh, so they just automatically charge the gift certificate. So it was like, if let's say it was just like forty six thirty eight, mm-hmm. the charge was forty five dollars. Yeah, I had a dollar and thirty eight cents. Did I say thirty eight? Who cares? Who cares? Forty six. I had like a dollar and forty six cents left on my gift certificate. Yeah, but also I was like, uh, this charged my visa, and I was like, wait, so would they double charge you? Madam, I literally went back through and I was like looking and I was like, there's no, I didn't place the order twice. There weren't like two sets of things coming in. Um, I didn't click use, I'm very specific about what I want to use gift certificate money on because I feel like it's free. Yeah. Right? And so. You want to get the best possible deal item and then use your gift card. Right. So I went to my credit card and I was like, there's the charge. And then it also, the charge was, it showed the gift certificate line. So they double charged you. So I called Amazon and I really felt like I was being punked. Why? The guy was like, (laughs) yeah, no, just the visa was charged. And Uh I was like, uh... Can, are you in my account right now? Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, can you see where it says like gift certificate amount and like $45? Yeah. And he was like, yes. And you can see my balance is a dollar something. And mm-hmm. he was like, yes. And I was like, where is that money? Yeah. He was like, it was done with that purchase. And I said, you just said that purchase was done with my visa. Yeah. And he was like, correct. Well, Michael. Both things can't be right. I had to take such a breath and literally take stock of my life because I was like, this is not going to end. Well, how could he see that? How could he not see that, that that's 
you're being double charged twice for the same item. No, it was charged to your visa. No, 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 no. But also the money was taken out of my gift card too. The gift certificate? Yeah. If you see there's still a balance there. <laughs> of $2 because it was all taken by this gift that was... Correct. But, but, you, but you said it was charged on my visa. That's correct. But how can it be both charged on my visa and taken out of the gift card balance? Can I put you on hold? <laughs> this what Was it deep? Does deep both work at Amazon and Verizon? When I tell you, I had to take a breath and say, Girl. I know you didn't do this to me. <laughs> I literally said, I know you didn't do this to me. Oh my God, we are the same person. But then I said, I was like, do you know what the term gaslighting is? <laughs> you said this? I said it. <laughs> and he like sighed and he was like, yes, yes I do. And I was like, you're gaslighting me. Oh my God, this is so And funny. I was like, you're telling me the charge on my visa for $45 right. is there. <laughs> and the charge on my gift certificate for $45 is there. Yeah. But then you're not admitting there's two charges. Right. Well, so what's his, and what did, when he came back from talking to a manager. He was like, so we're going to go ahead and investigate this. So finally, I was like, I'm going to hang up on you. Oh, you said this? And I want you to know that you have been no help. You <laughs> Yes. I waited. I thought about crying. I didn't. And then I called back. And you know what? He answered? Somebody else completely fixed it. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's the exact same thing. This girl that helped me with the Verizon situation, I was like, at the end of the conversation, I go, I just want you to know that you're amazing at your job. Oh, you know what I did then? To number You filled two? out the survey. I said, do you have a survey? Oh my God. I said, do, can I talk to your supervisor? Girl, oh my God. What? So what is that? It was just what like, is that? It this was so long ago too, but it literally was just like a glitch in the payment system. She was like, "Oh, I see it was deducted." She was like, "But I can just go ahead and credit it back." <laughs> I can just go ahead and credit it back. Okay, girl. So we were talking about a documentary we've both caught. On Sunday, yeah. I was supposed to have a meeting. It got canceled. And so I didn't have to work. I didn't have to write. I didn't have to do anything. Right. Um, so I had a Netflix marathon of awful, how awful society is. <laughs> and I rewatched um, The Sins of Our Mother. Oh, ooh, the 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 horrible yep. mother that went to Hawaii yes. after she had her kids killed because she thought they were aliens. I watched that or zombies. Rewatched that. That bitch. Uh, then I watched the Chris Watts. Oh one my again. god, girl! Both of these stories had me by the balls. Can I tell you something? Go back and rewatch them because Ugh. after you've watched the Chris them, Watts thing, upsets me so much. It's so good. I, we're gonna talk about Twin Flames. But I gotta tell you something about Chris Watts. Story. Go, uh, please. I am all ears. I am. Fa this guy is a psycho. If you go back and watch it, yeah, his plan was this: he killed the, his wife. Yep. He kills the girls. The kids. He goes and he disposes of their bodies. Mm -hmm. He then is like, "I'm gonna go to work for eight hours. Right. I'm gonna come home. Yeah. 
I'm going to eat some chips. Ugh. Two hours later, I'm going to be like, hmm, I'm concerned. Where's my wife and kids? But she left her ring on the... Then he's going to start calling people, but he's going to call like the best friend yeah. first. Yeah. Then he's going to put a call into her mom. Or maybe he'll call his mom first. But that best friend, Nicole. She was a good friend. Nicole said, hey girl, no response. Hey girl, what's going on? No response. Hey girl, let me know how your doctor's appointment went. Hey girl, I haven't heard from you. I'm coming over. That's a good friend. She ruined his His plan. plan. Well, and also his plan was so badly thought out. See, the thing that is crazy to me about these crimes of passion or whatever is that the cover-up is never well thought out. So it's like you really had to know you were going to get caught. And then if you're going to get caught and spend your life in prison, is it really worth it? Like with the Chris Watts story, it just makes me so upset because I'm like, why didn't you just file for divorce? I think she came home. They had sex that night. Yeah. Because he says that. Yeah. And I think the next morning he said, I want a divorce. And she said, you will never see your kids again. But and he, he got crazy. She, but the thing is, like, he should be smart enough to know that you can say that. Right. But a court of law is never going to permit that. Well, I mean, unless you're a, a psychopath, they would have given the kids to her. Right. The mother always. But he would have had. He would have seen them. And also, it's like, yeah, but then he obliterated them anyway. So it's like, why, then why would you have cared if she had full custody or not? If you could have just so easily I also eradicated think it's them. It's money. Yeah. He's going to have to pay child support. They, She was pregnant. That's what it is. There was a was baby pregnant. inside of I her know. stomach I know. that he was going to have to support. But I was watching it and I was like, I'm, I can see her. I hear her voice. I see her mannerisms. It's horrifying. I, I, I'm watching them interact. And then I watched... <sighs> Aaron, are you my twin flame? <sighs> Escaping twin flames. You know, okay, first of all... How long ago did you watch it? Probably like two weeks. Did you watch it in one sitting? No. I devoured it in one sitting. Well, because we do like episodic viewing. We'll watch like an episode every night. But Elliot is obsessed with cults. Like anything with cults he wants to watch. So we, of course, had to watch this. It's really nuts. I cannot something in Shalea. What are the what are their names? Jeff again? and Shalea. Jeff and Shalea. Twin Flame. Twin Flame. Creators. Mm-hmm. But what were your nicknames for them? I can't <laughs> say it. It's so awful. I can't say it. Beep and beep. Uh, I, and the reason I gave them awful nicknames. They're awful people. They were very stereotypical and gross. Just, is they were like, so gross. They were stereotypical and gross. The two of them look like they're in a community theater production. Of uh, Cult the Musical. <laughs> and that they wrote the script. Yeah. And it just feels like a long play. Yeah, it does. They're so contradictory and so awful. And I hate that these people who joined this group who want love yeah, and wanted a connection so badly that they allowed these two people to deplete their savings 
Oh, that always happens. But that always happens. Deplete their self-worth. Yep. Um, It's always money. They said to this one woman... Oh, I I know everything. They said she was 19. Yeah. They said, does somebody message you? She said, yeah, yes. She didn't like him. They said, that's your twin flame. I know. He said, go go live with him. And he's psychotic. He has like mental problems. They checked in. She said, well... He got arrested yeah. un- un- falsely, and they said, doesn't matter. The other, how about the woman that the her twin flame was a girl. put a restraining order on? Oh, her. that was crazy. And Jeff said, that's not real. Yeah. He keep said, keep going. pursuing her. Keep going. Keep pursuing him. And then they had women transition. Transition. I just think that. I don't know. I've never been so lost or so unhappy that I've let someone else join. You did. You never like joined a group. You know what I think is so interesting also about Twin Flames? When they show the conventions that they had, the amount of people, the amount of people that were tuning in, like they, you know, and this, I'll bet they profited from the pandemic so much. Do you know a lot of they cults show a started, lot of it. A lot of cults started during the pandemic. Well, which is understandable because people were so angsty and searching for connection, and like, you know, they were in their living rooms by themselves, and they're like, well, maybe the, this question doesn't work. Okay, it, it doesn't work, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Okay, ask me. If you had been searching for you wanted to date you wanted to find someone that you you know cared about yeah and you found this group yeah and you were like i'm gonna look into it yeah do you think you would have got a couple steps in before you said something's not right i i am so neurotic about money that the second somebody is telling me I have to pay for something to for it to enhance my life, my red flags go up. Like I remember one time uh, when I first came to New York, uh, this woman recruited, quote unquote, recruited me off the street and invited me to join this agency. A cult. Well, I go to the meeting, the agent meeting, and they, they want to charge my credit card like $300. Did I ever tell you this? No. Yeah, they wanted to charge my credit card. It was called like New Faces or something. And they wanted to charge me like $300 for classes and $1,000 for this. And the same, actually, the same thing happened to me in Boston with something called like, I, I don't remember. I'm not going to say the name. So the minute the money thing comes, I've been wise enough to be like, no. So like the people in Twin Flames, like when you had Jeff and Shalia, like really badgering them to take class and to take, you know, uh, and to buy this and buy that. I don't know why their antennas didn't go up and go like, I shouldn't have to pay for a service, you know, for an online group. You know what I mean? Because they they were growing their business based on the enthusiasm of these like disciples. Well, also... They had to keep changing the business model. Yeah. So you and I are in Twin Flames. We're looking for our Twin Flames. They've said to you, the guy at the bodega is your Twin Flame. It doesn't matter that he's ignoring you. Keep going. (laughs) They've told me that the subway MTA driver who told everyone that 
to go to Queensboro Plaza last week. Uh, he uh, was my twin flame. I, I feel like he might have been. And they're like, just keep riding the train. Yeah, but then they made it insular. It had then to be in the said, group. Just kidding. There were just so many. Maybe you and I are fortunate that we have felt loved. Yeah. That we feel support. That yeah. even in our lowest moments, there was someone we could turn to. That's really lovely. The one woman who she said, do you know why I'm calling you? And she said, yeah, you're going to tell me Angie's my twin flame. <laughs> and she said, yes. And the woman said, no, no, I'm not a lesbian. Yeah. When that coach said to her, well, of course not, but... This woman is actually a male spirit. Yeah. That woman who said, I'm not a lesbian, said, I couldn't get around that. Oh, my God. And so she... But you can get around it. I'd be like, but that doesn't... No. No. No, no. she's not. She's not. All I can I'd understand have been like, is... Tell them to go back and look in the spirit pool. When it comes to cults, I had, you know, because I've been obsessed with... Have uh, you seen Holy Hell? No, what is that? It's the, like, I'm not going to describe it well, so I'm going to have to find it. For All right, look, holy you. hell. Yeah. So, so we've got Nexium. We've got, um, what's the one with Leah Remini? What Scientology. Was Scientology. We have um, uh, Twin Flames. Twin Flames. And we have Mother God. Yeah. The, when I and there was another one that I watched about this this Southern woman with the weight loss thing. Have you seen that? Oh, um, with the big hair. Oh, oh Gwen my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gwen yes, Gwen, yes. Gwen that's Shamblin? it. That's it. When yeah. are they writing that musical? Well, did you see the uh, Tammy Faye the Lifetime movie of Gwen Shamblin? No. Who's playing uh, her? Um, who got a nose job and changed her? Jennifer Grey. Shut up. <laughs> Fantastic. Of course she is. She was. She's always been talented. And can I tell you something? Yeah, she does the it. The wigs on that teased. Teased. They're so Teased good. them up. That, but again, that shit. Like, it's just. It is so hard for me to be to kind of put myself in the victim's place and be like, why did you just not close the computer screen? Stop going to the church. Stop doing the things. But all I can kind of relate to it is I think about my group that I was mm -hmm. with for a while and how I started to wake up out of that and see things. And But it took me, I stayed, I stayed, I, I, I stayed with that friend group for a very long time. And when you pulled out, it was you hard. You lost people. I sure did. And it was hard. So I kind of get it. But also, I always say, you couldn't get me. I yeah. always say you couldn't get yeah. me. But you know, I don't I don't think you could get me because I'm lazy. And <laughs> I, I was going to say, what if you've been in a cult and you don't even oh know it? God, what if I'm in a cult right now? Well, then don't you try to sell me nothing. I'm not paying for anything. Can I get your credit card? Nope. Well, girl, today was good. We got to talk about our two favorite things. Yes. Cults and, and true, true crime. crime. I know, but I got to go because I got to go butter my bread. Ooh, yummy. Sourdough. <laughs> Sourdough is the best. Well, girl, in that case, I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And Michael and I would love it if you would like, rate, and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Oh, and make sure to follow us on Instagram at the AM Spill Podcast. Leave us a comment and let us know what you think. Bye.